0: Welcome back to the In My Twenties and Triumph podcast. I'm Stephanie Jade. I am so excited for today's episode, but if you've been listening to other episodes, I start every episode like that. I just love recording podcast episodes. But today, specifically, I'm super excited because I was on my way home from the gym and I looked at my phone and I saw the date and I realized that it's August 15th and it's officially the one-year anniversary of the IMTT podcast. And I can't believe that it's been a year Um, This past year, it's not like I've been going, 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 you know, I could have been more dedicated and consistent with the podcast, but I just can't believe it's been a year. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened, anyone who has shared it, commented on anything regarding the podcast. It means the world. I love just sitting down and talking about my life, talking about what's going on in the world. Um, And that feeling that I've always talked about uh, being able to have someone feel like they're less alone um, because of me sharing my story whatever that is or what I'm going through or something funny like that to me is why I do this it's not for money it's not like I make a lot of money i make like 50 cents like you know it's it's nothing so for me just sitting down being able to talk about whatever and people listen it's like the coolest thing so thank you so much for being on this ride with me for the past year i promise this next year is going to be just a lot more consistent and I'm just excited. Like, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to keep talking. I'm excited to see where I am a year from now because let me just tell you, where I was a year ago to where I am now, what I have lived in that year in the sense of personal growth, um, losing friends, liking a dude, realizing he was not the dude that I thought I... Like, so much has happened, and you guys have been there for that. I know a lot of you are my friends, but I also met people that weren't my friends and that started listening to the podcast, and it truly just has been the greatest year. So thank you so much. I There isn't enough words to say or to express how grateful I am. So just know I'm super duper thankful and I promise this next year is just going to be way better. So if you're new though, welcome. Thank you so much for clicking on this um, episode, this podcast in general. Um, There's a lot of ups and downs. I don't posts every single day but I am going to try and be more consistent. I know I say that all the time but then life happens so I just don't have a schedule right now. We're just putting out episodes as we feel um but if you're new like I said thank you so much for clicking on the episode. Let me know what you would like to hear me talk about. It can be anything, everything. Um today we're actually going to talk about how I just stopped giving a fuck. Like I'm gonna get into it and Basically, the inspiration behind this is a book that I'm reading by Mark Manson. But yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We're also gonna talk about my latest obsessions, which include a podcast, um, a few TV shows. Like I have truly been enjoying my summer. Oh, I went on. I went to Mexico. Like so much has happened since the last episode. So we're just gonna chat. Um, grab your cup of tea if you're on your way to work or school. Be careful. Um, and also it's back to school season. So there's a lot to talk about. Just buckle up. Get ready. Um, and like always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to leave a positive review wherever you're listening to the In My 20s and Try and Podcast and share it with a friend because it truly means so much. And while I'm here, um, I believe next week, some at some point in the near future, I'm meeting up with Taylor King, A.K.T.K. TK, a.k.a. the host of her. She has a podcast. It's tk's juicy pod um you should all listen to it i love her she truly is one of my favorite people on instagram and on the internet um she does polls i've talked about her before but i just feel like everyone needs to listen to her and we're going to record an episode so i'm super excited about that i'm also super out of breath but Anyways, let's get into it. Also, disclaimer, I'm in my room literally in a sports bra. The AC is on, so I'm sorry. That's like the funky background noise that that you're hearing. But we don't have central AC in my home, so we're just gonna have to deal with it. Let's begin this episode, the one-year episode, with a shout-out of the episode. First of all, you know, the shout-out goes to all of you guys, and I already expressed all my love to you. Um, And I can keep doing that, honestly. But this shout out is for my doctor. So I have a new doctor. It's not like I've had a doctor before. I literally am the worst when it comes to going to sort of doctor the dentist physical like I'm not the person I should be the person because everyone should go get checked out but with the healthcare in this country let me just tell you it's a joke um okay so I went to the doctor um very kind lady she was awesome and I went in just for a regular physical I was supposed to you know get checked out my weight my height um like what was it blood pressure all of those good things and then the next day the following day I was supposed to go in for a lady appointment so at the lady appointments you get like pap smear you get you I don't think you start getting your boobs checked like um until you're a certain age I'm not 100% sure don't quote me on that um but you know you go in for lady stuff so why she's the shout out of the episode is because I have never had sex I've and you know there. I could give you 10,000 excuses but the truth of the matter is never had a boyfriend, never had a serious guy in my life, um, and never done none of that, um, so I just explained this to her, and this is the reason why she's the shout out, because she was so totally just not judgmental about anything, and obviously, like, she, it would be difficult for her to be like, oh, well, you haven't had sex, well, what? No, but she was just, like, you know, it's important for you to know your options for when you do start having sex. Um, also, I'm like 22. I feel like Ashley I sometimes, okay? Um, but she was like, it's important for you to know your know your options once you do start having sex, whether that's, you know, birth control, what birth control you want to have, whether you want, a, I believe it's the IUD, or, you know, you want to take the pills, condoms, like all of these things. And there was no ounce of judgment from her and you might be thinking well Stephanie obviously that's her job she should not judge you she shouldn't be judging anyone that's having sex but sometimes for me I have a hard time with people that are not like people of authority because I don't really care about that that's not like what I have a hard time sometimes with people just judging like I think everyone's gonna judge and this is perfect because it goes into how I'm going to stop giving a beep um but yeah I just have a hard time with that you know like like I don't know so it was awesome that she was totally not judgmental if you're having sex and you need to or want to get on birth control or if you're a dude and I don't actually know what happens if you're having sex and you're a guy but if you're a young gal if you're in your 20s if you're a teen whenever it is that you're having sex have safe sex you know birth control there's so many options for you and like I said you know healthcare is a joke, but there's Planned Parenthood. There's so many different options that you can um, try and see where you can access those different types of. You know things like I said birth control condoms all those good things so she is my shadow of the episode um she said to make an appointment to be informed about your choices because even if you're not having sex it's very important to learn I that's also one of the things that scares me about having sex also I hope to god none of the guys I know are listening to this as in my friends and like my brother my brother doesn't listen to this but like I don't think the guys care you know so just guys don't listen to this and dad just my dad probably won't listen to this and everyone else like I haven't had sex but that's not the point I think that it's very important for you to be very informed about your choices whether you are having sex or you're not having sex if you're not having sex and you know it's gonna come to a point where you are ready to take that step um you want to be prepared you want to be informed if you're having sex and you're not on birth control or using condoms I mean that's up to everyone's you know that's up to everyone's own judgment about their own relationships. They know what they're doing. But do be informed about your choices. Know where you can go to get whatever it, whatever it is that you need to get. Um, and I also, I should say, I am not a doctor, so don't take all of my words, you know, as... The golden rule but do talk to your doctor talk to your parent talk to whoever it is that you feel safe going to to talk about these things so that is my shout out of the episode shout out to my doctor and also I have to go get blood work done and I'm not excited about it but I think it'll explain a lot of things maybe it'll help me see um why my hair is so thin and just you know not where it could be but yeah I have to go get blood work done okay moving on up my current obsessions this I'm so excited to talk about because two of them are shows and one of them is a podcast the two shows that I have been obsessed with are the bold type which I know everyone is obsessed with that I feel like well not everyone I also feel like it's a pretty slept on show okay I'm contradicting myself um, so The Bold Type follows the story of three best friends who work at Scarlet Magazine which is in New York and it's basically about them being in their 20s and literally trying like messing up and having the great time of- okay I shouldn't say those words like it's their stories um, so they mess up they also you know have a great time and they're learning and they're trying and they're excelling and then they're failing it's a great show if you're you know, in your 20s and trying and you want to see someone like you on TV. Um, I think that that's a great show. I think that it's it can sort of kind of be like a Sex in the City type-esque vibes. But really it's its own show and it's really, really good. The three main girls are brilliant. I love that show. It's a good sit down, watch it, eat your ice cream, you know, do what you gotta do. Um, My second obsession is Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's the new show that's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. And it's about four Americans that are best friends since college. And they move, um, well, three of them move across the Atlantic to London. And they're having the times of their life, you know, working, doing what it is that they got to do. And then one of the friends comes over Um, The one that lives in the U.S. comes over because she's one of the other girls is turning 30. And she's like going through things in her personal life that make her want to just be like F it. And she ends up staying in London. So it follows their life. And there's literally four weddings and a funeral. So far there's been two weddings um, and a funeral. But it's a really great show. It's also it's an adaptation of the movie with Hugh Grant. And I'm not sure who the woman is, but I'm so out of breath. Oh, my gosh. Whew. It's a TV adaptation, like I said, um, based on the story with the same name. And I never watched the movie, so I know some people were having, like, a problem with it, weren't really feeling like it was what the movie was but like it's a tv adaptation it's allowed to be different and i really enjoy it um so i highly recommend you guys check it out also while we're here if you are a student it's not like this is an ad or anything but if you're a student and you pay for spotify the ten dollars make sure that you switch over and you just do the student plan because i think i'm not sure they still have this offer but if you pay for the student pod which is like five dollars a month you also get hulu for free that's what i have so i have hulu for free or you can think about it uh, uh, you can think about it as paying 250 for um spotify and 250 for hulu um and it's great like i watch the bull type on there i watch um what else for weddings and funeral bachelor in paradise oh my gosh that is also another obsession i can't believe i wasn't going to talk about it bachelor in paradise has been my obsession since it started i love it and hate myself for it at the same time i am i'm over here like trying to preach in my personal life like i want to get as far removed from gossip as i can because it really stresses me out i think everyone knows this and i think gossip in general just stresses everyone out um unless you're like evil and you love I think there's a difference. I think when it's people's personal lives, that's when it affects people. When it's, like, celebrities and stuff, then it's, like, whatever. But then it, when it's celebrities, it affects their... You got me? I don't know. It's weird. Um, so, yeah, I hate myself because I love it so much. But I personally am not a fan of Hannah and Dylan because um, Dylan is literally just a sweetheart. And Hannah is living her best life which she is allowed to do in paradise but I also think that Dylan just needs to find some other gal to talk to um Blake and also please take all of my words lightly because these are real people and I know this is a show but it you know they have their lives like everything that happened with Blake and Kalen which was last week and everything but it is their personal lives so to a degree I just talk very lightly about the things um but Moving on. Um, I digress. Uh, Blake is kind of also getting on my nerves with Hannah G. And the Christian guy is getting on my nerves. Everyone's getting on my, my nerves. And I somehow say that I want to be on The Bachelor someday. And I'm like, I don't think I could do it. I think that there's so much drama. And it's funny to an extent. But then it's also like... There's a lot going on. But I do love it. And uh, Bachelor in Paradise alums, Asha Kennedy and Jared Haven just got married this past weekend. And their wedding was beautiful. If you follow anything Bachelor related, I'm sure you saw the pictures. If you haven't though, go and look both of them up on Instagram and look at their beautiful wedding photos. I obviously have talked about this 10,000 bajillion gazillion times. But I want to get married. And when that day comes, let me just tell you. That vision that Ashley I had is my vision but where I can pay for it you know because they got married in a mansion and Shake Shack surprised their guest on the dance floor with burgers and I have always said that I want Chick-fil-A to um cater my reception when everyone's dancing because that would be so cool but go and see those photos it was beautiful um okay my last obsession is actually a podcast it's the doctor death well it's yeah it's the doctor death podcast um what i'm going to read is actually the little excerpt from um itunes you can listen to this on itunes or spotify or the wonder the wondery um website so it says we are We're at our most vulnerable when we go to our doctors. We trust the person at the other end of the scalpel. We trust the hospital. We trust the system. Christopher Dunst was a neurosurgeon who radiated confidence. He claimed he was the best in Dallas. If you had back pain and he had... If you had back pain and had tried everything else, docs why can't I speak? Dr. Dunst could give you the spine surgery that would take your pain away. But soon his patients started to experience complications and the system failed to protect them, which begs the question, who or what is that system meant to protect from wondering the network behind the hit podcast, dirty John Dr. death is a story about a charming surgeon, 33 patients and a spineless system. And the reporter and host is Laura bell who actually wrote all of this. And, it is it is my current obsession, but with this topic, it is very important to thread lightly because it is a true story. It was based in Dallas. This happened um, in 2012, and this doctor just caused so much harm to his patients. And I don't want to give much away, but also you can just easily Google his story. But basically, um, there was an email that he wrote, I believe, to one of his assistants, and he said something like he was ready to become a cold blood killer and that's just a small excerpt of this long five-page email but from then on um it was 33 people who he you know injured and some of them didn't just get injured some of them ended up dying some people were paralyzed one of these people was one of his high school friends that he played football with like it's a crazy crazy story i just finished the podcast um Actually, I finished like the story up until closure, and then I'm on the eighth episode, which is the update. And the host Laura Bell sits down with another um, journalist, and they basically have this conversation. And they talk about the update that has happened since, um, since all of this played out. And it's it really is crazy. And on top of this, this podcast is getting a TV adaptation, just like Dirty John did. Um, and this one actually has some of its cast now. So I'll tell you who, who's playing who. Jamie Dorn- Dornan, who was in the Fifty Shades of Grey, um, what was it, trilogy, will be playing Dr. Dunst, which is funny because they literally look nothing alike. Like, Dr. Dunst was a white, middle-aged man, and Jamie Dornan is super attractive. And I don't know if people are going to be like, ooh look how handsome he is and you know sort of how they did with Ted Bundy um I don't know I guess we'll have to see uh Christian Slater is going to be playing I believe the neurosurgeon I'm trying to pull up my tweet that i did about this so jamie dornan is playing christopher dunch like i said alec baldwin is playing the neurosurgeon robert henderson and christian slater is playing vascular surgeon randall kirby like i said these are all real people this is a real story you can look it up or you can listen to the podcast it's crazy um but it's one of those podcasts just like dirty john if you were in that phenomenon when people everyone literally was listening to it and then it became a show um it's crazy and it's one of those podcasts that you're just like listening to every single episode back to back and it's crazy but it 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 does bring up that question like you know they write what and who is that system supposed to protect because the podcast as you listen to it or as you look up the information you'll see that there was so many times that this man could have been stopped but the hospitals didn't do their job people didn't report him doctors were so concerned and no one was doing anything about it um patients obviously were concerned their families it it was literally there's no other word to say except it was crazy and the fact that this really happened it blows your mind um so you can listen to that like I said on iTunes or um Spotify so now let's get into the actual topic of this episode which is to stop giving a beep which is a fuck and I'll put explicit content don't you worry so no one gets mad um so I have been reading Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck and Let me just tell you that I am so amazed at how this is supposed to help your life while letting you know that you're going to experience negative feelings, you're going to suffer, and it's just a part of life. A lot of self-help books are like, you know, A Hundred Ways to be Happy. positive affirmations which there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with a hundred ways to be happy positive affirmations all of these different things nothing wrong and people consume things differently one thing that i might read might not work for you one thing you read might not work for me vice versa but this book i am two and a half chapters in and the reason why this podcast um topic came to be is because in the first chapter It says, The key to a good life is not giving a fuck about more. It's giving a fuck about less. Giving a fuck about what is true and immediate and important. And I won't generalize. I won't generalize. You know, I won't say we as humans and this. But I tend to give a fuck about everything. Literally everything. Like, if you tell me something, I will give a fuck about it. And I should probably stop saying the F word. But I will care about it to the point where I take it on and make it my problem um if someone looks at me the bad uh, the wrong way I'll be like that totally was uncool and I'll carry this for the rest of the day as opposed to just letting it slide um and I actually have the book here with me and there was some things that I um there was one thing that I highlighted um or underlined sorry and there's actually various things but one of the things that the book talks about in the very beginning is this idea that we as humans have sort of gone into this mindset where we think that everything has to be positive, that we have to be positive 24-7. And I read that and I was so not shocked because I think I... I knew this already about myself and about a lot of people in my life you know we try so hard to make sure everything is okay everything has to be positive and I started to think about how me myself I'll be sitting down and I'm just trying to be happy all the time I want to be positive if something's going to shit I'm like I gotta be positive I need to look at the bright side and sometimes I don't want to look at the bright side of things sometimes I just want to dwell in the fact that life is shitty sometimes and be okay with that but no we have gone into this mindset where if we're not positive all the time well what's the problem why aren't we being positive what is going on why 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 and that's when we sort of start thinking like what's wrong with us and I hate that you know there are so many feelings that we're allowed to feel positive negative guilt shame happy mad sad angry um you know you're allowed to despise things and you're allowed to be angry and hate there's so many things and emotions that you're able to feel and that you're allowed to feel and I think for me personally because like I said I don't want to generalize I don't want to put my experience onto other people but for me because I go through things like any human I want to look like I said on the bright side of things and I think that that's normal for everyone but if you're constantly looking on the bright side of things or you're always positive even though you feel like you're going to explode you're not allowing yourself to process those feelings and that's not really what the book says but the book says that how we've gone into the sort of feeling of just having to be positive all the time and i've noticed since i'm always trying to be positive i don't allow myself to just sit with my thoughts or just be mad and be like life is shitty sometimes because why i want to be happy i want to be positive and it's okay to be mad it's okay to be pissed off like Allowing yourself to go through the negative is going to get you to the positive. You learn so much. I don't know if you've ever, you know, gone through a breakup or you've lost a friend or, you know, you quit your job or they laid you off. And in those moments of suffering, something great comes afterwards, whether it's something small, something big, something you see immediately, something you don't see immediately. There's these things that happen when you allow yourself to just be like, well, that's shitty. There's another, um, quote in the book that says, it's not a quote, sorry, I always say that everything is a quote, um, oh my gosh, also though, while I find it, everyone, I think, should read this book, like I said, I'm only two and a half chapters in, um, but, it's really, really good. So it says, The more you desperately want to be sexy and desired, the uglier you come to see yourself, regardless of your actual physical appearance. The more you desperately want to be happy and loved, the lonelier and more afraid you become, regardless of those who surround you. The more you want to be spiritually enlightened, the more self-centered and shallow you become in trying to get there. Um, so, you know, I think... For everyone we all want to be healthier we all want to be sexier we all want to be um we all want to have more friends we all want to have more 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 and more but my question is when does that become like too much you know and I'll like I said I'll give myself as the example do I want to be sexier I don't really care I'm like girl you cute but I want to be healthier I want to be more fit so for me the example that I'll give is going to the gym when I think about it too much I don't go to the gym when I think too much about trying to be healthy I'll eat a burger so that that like thinking too much about wanting to be more wanting to have more like wanting to have more money is a perfect example it's actually an example that Mark Manson gives in the book it doesn't matter how much money you have if you're have if you're constantly thinking about the money that you don't have it's going to make you feel like you have less money even though you might have more money than you do you get what I'm saying like because you're fixated on the idea or yeah because you're fixated on the idea of what you don't have of the boyfriend you don't have the money you don't have the house you don't have the car you don't drive you're focusing on that as opposed to being like okay well I don't have a boyfriend right now but I'm single I'm living my life look at the positive in that situation um and I know I just said like the silver lining and not giving a fuck but it's realizing that you don't have to give a fuck about everything you don't have to give a fuck about the money you don't have the boyfriend you don't have like choose where and why you want to give a fuck about things like give a damn about the things that are important your friends your family your health your job whatever it is and things are different for people like what's important to you might not be important to me obviously as human beings there's kind of a commonality that we share in the things that we find important like family and again family doesn't always have to be blood but family friends work things that we all prioritize and think are important but then at the same time, you might really give a fuck about football. I don't give a damn about football. Unless, you know, it's like the Rams and 49ers. Because my dad loves the 49ers. And I was obsessed with the Rams at some point. And, you know, I care for them. But I don't give a fuck about them. If they win the, if they win the Super Bowl, then I'm like, fuck yeah. But you have to be careful where and why you're putting your fucks. Because in this book, it says you only have so many fucks to give. Stop wasting them. And I know that this is episode is probably going to get flagged for all the F-bombs that I'm dropping. But I think that it's important to look at where you're prioritizing. And, you know, I'll give out, um, I'll show this in a different way. (sighs) Remove the fucks. But think about your energy. Think about, like, I'm not talking about, like, your aura, your, like, that type of energy. I'm talking about, like, your physical, emotional, um, mental energy okay why are you going to give someone or something your energy when you truly do not care about that person or whatever it is that thing you know um i don't know what's a good example so let's say i don't know how Okay, let's say, like, someone really, 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 really... Okay, perfect. I keep going back to football. But let's say someone loves fantasy football. And they love it. And if their team loses, they will give a fuck about that. They will waste their energy on that. If you truly don't care about football, why are you going to waste your mental energy on that? Why are you going to waste your physical energy on that? Like, does that make sense? I think that people need to be more cautious on what they're putting their energy in and what they're giving a fuck about and the reason why this is called the i'm going to stop giving a fuck podcast episode is because i care too much i give a fuck about everything literally every single thing i care way too much about and the thing that stood out to me is the more you want to be spiritually spiritually enlightened the more self-centered and shallow you become in trying to get there for me Swap spiritually enlightened with just like a better person. The more you try and be happier, let's say, I have realized. Again, this is all me talking. This is not me putting it on you. Everyone's lives is lives are different, but for me, it's like I get mad, right? And I'm trying to be happy, and I'm like why aren't I happy and then I get mad at myself because I'm mad and it's just this never-ending cycle of just being pissed off because I can't be happy and I think if you just allow yourself to be like fuck I'm mad and I'm gonna be mad and I'm gonna stay mad um just for this moment and in a in a Short time, I'll be okay and I'll be better and I'll be happier as opposed to being like, Why aren't I happy? And he actually talks about this it's this never ending loop about your thoughts. It's like you're anxious and then you're anxious about that anxiety, so you just keep building and building and building. Um, but I just think we all need to prioritize the fucks that we have to give, um, the energy that you have to give, whatever it is that you have to give money, time, um, energy, whatever it is that you want. You know, you can replace that word with anything whether it's a fuck to give your energy to give your money you replace that with anything you need to be cautious of where you're putting it of where you're giving it um and realize why are you doing those things and i know i talked about two different ideas like being okay with experiencing the different emotions um being being mad sad happy you know regretful shameful feeling guilt like be okay with all those feelings and then on the other side be okay with not giving a damn about every single thing because that's just stressful like as someone that does that it's stressful to try and put your hand in everything and then realize that nothing is fulfilling you because you give a damn about way too much and there's a difference between like caring for things and then just like giving a fuck about something I feel and there's some things that like I care for obviously like my family I give a fuck for them like things like that that I'll fight for and then there's things that just annoy me that I feel like I'm wasting my fucks on does that make sense I think it makes sense like if someone looks at me dirty or wrong or whatever I make that a part of my day I tell people that and it's like just let it go like why are you wasting all that time talking about it so I'm not perfect, um, and I like I said, I just started reading this book, but it I was just enlightened because I have been in this phase lately where I feel so negative, and I'm used to being such a positive person, and I got upset with myself, and I started crying, and I was like, why is it that I'm turning into this negative person? And it's like, you're not a negative person, stuff. Like, I'm not a negative person. I was just going through things. I... I think I talked about this in the last episode, but, like, I needed to save money for school, and... Everyone knows if you have to save money, if you don't have a $20 bill on you, $10 extra that you can spend on whatever it is that you need, gas, food, whatever, you get stressed. And so for me, because that was affecting how I was feeling, I felt in my head that I was becoming this negative person when really I just wasn't allowing myself to process the fact that I was broke in that moment and things are going to be okay. Like you're not, you're not anything. Just like you're fine. So, yeah, that's that. Um, I just wanted to talk about it. Like I said, I still have a lot more to read, um, but I just, those things stood out to me. And obviously, I don't explain everything that well um, because sometimes, you know, sometimes things happen. But if you want to read the book, it's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Book by Mark Manson. You can pick it up on Amazon. Um, Barnes & Noble, Target, anywhere where books are sold, I'm pretty sure. And Mark Manson does not endorse this podcast episode, so don't tweet it to him because he's probably like, you didn't understand the message. But yeah, that's it for me. I hope you guys have an awesome week, day, whatever it is, whenever you're listening to this. Um, And thank you so much for sticking with me for a year. Cheers to um, a great year from here on out. I'm excited to see where we'll be in a year, um, where I'll be in a year. If you're doing anything great, crazy in your life, share it with me. I love, um, just listening to people and seeing what everyone's doing and yeah. So cheers to new adventures, to love, to living our best life. Um, and yeah. Okay. Love you guys so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.